Hi, this is Marcy Rader, your productivity lead at RaiderCo. I'm the principal contributor to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast, where we give you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge in areas of productivity, health, and clutter that you can implement right away. Looking for ways to support our Health Powered Productivity mission? We welcome donations to our tip jar linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our Raider Co. recommendations page on our site, where we list all of our favorite products, services, and apps. We get a little kickback and you get vetted tools that we use ourselves. Now, on with the show. Do you host your virtual meetings and wonder if anyone is paying attention? Did you know that meetings are considered the most inefficient and ineffective aspects of business? You can change that. You can have a meeting where people pay attention. Meetings virtually are more challenging than meetings face-to-face. There are several reasons behind that. This could actually be a 45 to 90 minute session. Um, At Raider Co., we have something called meeting power-ups where we go into a deep dive on how to make meetings more effective. But I'm going to focus on virtual meetings and a few things that you can make actionable today. First, look at the people that are invited. If you were meeting face-to-face and you had a boardroom and there were eight chairs, you'd have eight people in it. For some reason, When things went all virtual, people just felt like, well, we can invite everybody. So there are people there that aren't contributing and that really could just be okay with a status update. They could just get an email. They could get the minutes. If you have someone in your meeting that is not a direct contributor, they are going to be multitasking during that meeting. They are going to be checking their email. It doesn't help to invite them. Don't invite people just in case. That guy, Justin, he is not our friend. Kick Justin to the curb. Just in case is out of here. We don't need any nice to haves. Think about the chairs you have available and also consider the rule of seven. For every person over seven in a meeting, not the age seven, but seven people, decision-making decreases by 10%. It's not just too many cooks in the kitchen. It's that if there are 10, 15 people in a meeting, then people are thinking, well, so-and-so will figure it out, or You know, Sylvia will answer that question, or I really don't have to pay attention because there's so many other people on here and I can check my email. Think about the rule of a seven. Also, cameras on versus cameras off. Cameras on are much better for engagement, period. However, if you have people that are on video all day long, let them take a break. Now, when people are on camera and they're doing something else, it is very distracting. People can tell when you are looking at your email or working on something else. Your eyes move, people. I can tell, uh, you know, when somebody's reading something else, just like I know you can tell when, when I'm reading something else. The way my studio is set up, 
my video, my camera is right in the center. It's, I don't use a laptop camera and my monitors are on either side of that camera. When I'm speaking, I actually will show people a screenshot of my office and I will show them that when I'm looking over here, over here, I'm actually looking at you or I'm looking at the chat. If I'm looking directly, what it feels like directly at you, I'm no longer looking at you. So I let them know that looking a little to the right or the left is actually me looking at them. It's distracting for us when, you know, if we're in a, a boardroom or a meeting room and somebody looks to the right or to the left, we know what they're looking at. We can see that they're looking outside. We can see that they're looking at the person that's walking along the hall. But when I'm looking over to the right, you know, you might be wondering, did the Amazon truck just pull up? Did her husband just walk in? What's going on? It's distracting. Also, all of the different backgrounds can be distracting. You have 15 people on a call. Everybody has a different, um, you know, different things going on. Some people are in their kitchen. Some people are, are in their office, you know, their home office. Somebody's dog pops up on the chair. You know, it's just, it's tiring for our brains to have to discern all of those different backgrounds. I am not saying don't turn on your cameras. What I'm just telling you is this is why you know, it's harder to pay attention and it's, it's sometimes um, fatiguing to be on video. So when you're aware of it, it can be easier for you and you can do things to kind of prevent that. So one thing I will ask people to do is if they are going to be working or doing something else to turn their videos off because it's actually more distracting. And for some people, they feel anxiety. They actually feel anger, I've heard people say, when they see that somebody's doing something else. It's also very rude. My Vistage chair, Janet Boudreaux, when we had all of our meetings virtual, she was so awesome about this. She'd say, if you need to check your phone during our meeting, because we would have all day virtual meetings, um, if you need to check your phone, then turn your camera off. And People were very good about that. Or, you know, if, if somebody comes in and starts talking to you, you know, just turn your video off real quick. Having a camera on, at least for some of the people, is super important. I spoke to a group of only, I think there were only six or seven people on. And I was, um, I was giving a workshop and one or two people max at a time had their videos on. And I can tell you as a speaker, it felt, um, I felt very under, unappreciated. And the one person was actually, I could tell, working on something else the whole time. And it does not feel good to be on that other side of the camera. So if you're not going to pay attention and you have to be on that meeting, at least turn your camera off. Because it's so hard to just sit and listen when you're on video, I recommend moving away from the laptop. Most people sit too close to the screen anyway when they're on video calls. So just move away from the laptop, push your chair back so that you can't reach it, so that you can't touch it. Because our, our little hands just wanna start, you know, typing on things. So move away from the laptop. Even better, stand up and stand back. 
Standing creates a sense of urgency. It, it's better for you if you've been sitting all day. So just stand, you know, sit back or stand back so that you can't touch your laptop. You can also ask for a chat monitor. So have people, you know, have someone assigned to write in the chat any actions that are going on throughout the meeting, but even better, have people write in their own actions because it's easy for our minds to wander during a virtual meeting. Tell everyone at the beginning, as we go through this call, anybody, anytime there, there's an action for someone, I want you to write it in the chat. You know, if I'm talking about a marketing plan and I want Andrea to do something and, and then Lisa needs to send it out, blah, blah, I want each of them to write action and then in the chat, write what their action is. It, may, it is a great way to have everybody contribute to the minutes. Then all you have to do at the end, when the text chat transcript pops up, maybe you clean it up, maybe you don't, maybe you don't even need to but have everyone write in their actions. I worked with an associate director who was leading all of these cross-functional meetings with a lot of people because they were cross-functional. And, and she was trying to run the meeting and also write the minutes. That's too much work for someone. So instead, I said, you know, tell them to write their own actions. She actually felt bad about doing this. Um, felt like, you know, she just didn't feel right asking them for that. She's running the meeting. She needs to do that, but also it helps them pay attention. You can also use something like Otter AI, O-T-T-E-R dot AI. And I'll, we'll put that in the show notes. Otter AI is artificial intelligence and it will, um, you can have it directly recording and, and transcribing. If you're on Zoom, you can also upload it later, um, upload any kind of video later. And it will give you a chat or a transcript of your entire meeting. And it will even be able to tell different voices. And that is a good way too, to have a, a readable record of everything that was said. Sometimes you can just use this as your minutes and that can help as well. You do want a timer. Um, I use Focus Booster for our mastermind meetings. And I also use it for Focus 90. And the way that I use it is I set it for our mastermind. We each get 15, we get 20 minutes total, 15 minutes, and then I, I have the timer and then another five minutes. So at 15, the, the bell goes off and I make sure that I unmute myself so that people can hear that bell. And then, then they have five minutes and then the bell goes off again. With Focus 90, same thing. I will unmute myself a few seconds before that bell goes off and then everybody can hear it. If you want to share screen, you could even have that timer counting down as you're meeting, as you're you know, running your meeting. And you want the timer counting down. A timer counting up doesn't do much for our brains to, to, to provide that sense of urgency, but a timer counting down can. From a virtual meeting standpoint, it is also okay for you to do it as a walking meeting. Um, forget, you know, like the virtual part and just like, you know, like our old phone meetings, but do it as a walking meeting. And, and I did a podcast on that before. 
But when we when we think about paying attention, and this has nothing to do with virtual, and this is just a, a bonus pro tip. If you have an Apple Watch or a smartwatch, which I have an Apple Watch, I love it. I have it on Do Not Disturb almost all day, but it's still an impulse to look and see, do I have a text, did, you know, did, did something pop up? So on days where I need to be really focused and pay attention to people, and I'm in a meeting, all day meeting, I will not wear my Apple Watch. When I'm in a Vistage meeting, uh, Vistage is a peer advisory group, we meet once a, once a month, I want to be fully focused and I wear my beautiful 25-year-old sector watch on those days and I go analog so that nothing is there to distract me. So there you go. That's how you can have, uh, you know, help to have meetings where people actually pay attention. And if you want a deeper dive into running more effective meetings, we have meeting power-ups workshops at RaiderCo, and we would be happy to train you and your team how to have meetings that matter in creative ways to bring Zoom to the room. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health-Powered Productivity Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, and forward this episode to at least one person you know could benefit. And can I ask a favor? If you felt this podcast was valuable, please consider supporting it by donating to our tip jar to continue giving you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge. And get your sneak peek of my latest book, Work Well, Play More, Productive, Clutter-Free, Healthy Living, One Step at a Time, with the novice behaviors from chapter one that includes how to deal with all those rings, pings, and buzzes, how to declutter your digital desktop and why it's important, and how to play hide-and-seek with your food to help with portion control. It's waiting for you at helloraderco.com forward slash gift.